0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode from the offload featuring the passionate and I have to say one of the most beautiful spirited people in my life right now, Miss Ruby Smith. Guys, if you haven't already, I've put it out on my Instagram. If you haven't checked this girl's page out, you need to, very positive and just very raw. Very, very raw. Um, oh, thank you. So today we're going to talk about fabulous Black women, are y'all good? Mm. This is a topic that when it's discussed it's, it's predominantly to do with how black men are and how they've grown and the effects of not having their black father in their lives whereas there's never talk about how this affects young Black women and Black women overall. Now, Ruby, as you know, my dad's not around. um, Yeah, never was around. Um, I didn't know it bothered me until you made a video on your YouTube channel where you actually spoke to your dad. Yeah. I would like you to talk about that experience because I feel like it takes guts for a child to pull this information out of their dad, basically asking them why this happened, why this occurred. So maybe you can share, like, some of the things that worked for you or some of the things that you learned from this experience, which brings me to this question: What made you ask your dad? Um, do you know what I?
1: I went through as in, well. I, I was in a, a, a very long relationship, and that relationship was coming to an end, and it left this this hole in me. And that hole in me started a self love journey because I needed to find who I was because I was so used to being with this person. And I'd always, like, known, well, I knew I knew that my dad that grew me up as, as as my dad wasn't my dad at the age of eight. And I knew that my dad, my biological dad, was there. Like, he was there, he was in the mist, but he was never around. And I built that resentment, like, my dad doesn't want me. I remember him promising... To me, when I was eight years old, that he would always be around, and that was a broken promise from that get from that day, because he never fulfilled that promise. And I grew up through my teenage years, resenting this person who was I did I would never call him dad. I would never like those words. I would always call him by his first name. I went around and resented him. That built up into my twenties, and when it came to the, to the point where I was like, you know, I'm I'm growing to be a young woman. I need to be that woman who i truly am and so this like brought up a lot just a lot with family it brought up with a lot with what i wanted to do who i was and a very big part of what i was missing was my father and in the beginning it was so hard it was so hard to to even have a conversation of i want to have a relationship with you and i remember saying that to him i remember saying I want to try and have a relationship with you. And Taniqua, it was so, it was like maybe up to two years of arguments, two years of quarreling, two years of going back and forth, you know, just knocking heads until I realized that, hold on, this is a person. Like my dad is a person. Like everybody else is a person. What he did back then, what he decided back then was his decisions. Who am I to then you know come in regardless of my expectation of him regardless of what i had in my mind for him to be whatever that was because i didn't even know him remember but from from my perception it was he's meant to be my dad i had to let that go and i had to be like okay this is this is this is a human who who is my father and i started to love him that way so it was just a big yeah. let go of the of the past and Whatever he said, because my dad is raw. he's he's he can be mean. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he can be really really raw and mean. But regardless of who he is or what he said or what he does, I just had to be like, this is my father, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna fight my way. Even if he doesn't want to have a relationship, with me, I'll still go back to him and be like, yeah, I love you. Okay, this this get on with it. Yeah, I forgive you. Okay, let's get on with it. and it it really it really did affect me I you know going from when I was young we were in school together Tani it was boyfriend after boyfriend and you know trying to fill that hole the time even when these whatless boys sorry no disrespect but (laughs) whatless boys didn't have that respect for me I was just kind of living with him like yeah 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 love him but it wasn't until I said no I need to know who my father is that those things started to make sense and Started to feel somewhat
0: yeah. normal.
1: If that's the right word, I don't even want to say normal, but whole in a way.
0: Okay. It sounds like a journey, but it also sounds like you've done a lot of soul searching. Like you've had to take maybe what you feel and put that aside and say to yourself, look, my mission is to get to know who I really am and I need to get to know my dad. Me looking at the relationship I have with my dad, like, I don't know if you can even call it a relationship because he's not there. Like, he's not. He's not active, he he just, to me, he doesn't care. And I feel like, because he's been out of my life, the only thing he gave me up to the age of 18 was money. And Ooh. that's because he didn't want my mum to take him to the CSA. So <laughs> <laughs> I was getting that part from him, let's say. And it stopped yeah. from 18, but then he used to, probably up to the age of 21, he was giving me like money here and there. But what I want people to understand is sometimes money's just not enough. Like, him giving me money, okay, great. I can spend it on whatever shit that I want, but it's not the same as having a real fucking relationship with someone. And my girl, he didn't even try. Well, I lie, there was one time, uh, I think it was around the time that I was applying for uni and he asked me, what are you going to study in uni? I told him drama. And the way he looked at me was, it, it was it, it was very confusing because I didn't really understand what that look was for. But he proceeded to then tell me like why don't i um study a real subject i paused what's a real subject he's talking about finance he always compares me to his eldest child yeah she's in finance she's, and she's doing well okay my problem with this conversation now is how can you tell me what to do how can you give me advice on what to do if you haven't sat down and asked me t what's your interest t what you into he has never sat me down and asked me so what are you into like what's going on with you in your life but yet you proceed to tell me what you think i should be doing doesn't make sense however upon reflection i must say even from this conversation alone i didn't really understand that when we talk about a relationship with the father it was also about what i may be missing maybe the paths i'm taking in life are different or my um my behavior towards men okay that's a big one let's go into that because you you pulled that up actually and you said about you going from boyfriend to boyfriend i remember yeah. i remember being with my ex and i remember very toxic relationship i remember when he used to say stuff like um see the way you think that's why you need a man in your house the way you think is wrong blah 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 you don't see things from my perspective etc mm. and before before that when he, before that i never felt like i needed my dad around i didn't feel like it, it would have affected me in a different way and yeah my family are predominantly female um, mm-hmm. same here yeah but i've never felt like a male presence would be any different if that makes sense and, but from that point when he said that, I was like, Oh, I wonder. And you know me, Rubes, I do, I overthink everything. Yeah. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, Yeah, man. And <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe I don't see it from a male perspective because I'm not really around males. So then I used to ask different people their opinions on, well, my friends, their opinions on what my ex said. And it was a kind of thing they would say because the, these people had like fathers in their life and stuff like that Mm. and I would get annoyed with them for what they're saying Mm -hmm. because I felt like they were backing him up but they're saying no tan it's just a different way of looking at it but then I always wondered like oh okay so maybe that's the part that I'm missing out on yeah I
1: mean um we have to remember and we come from similar backgrounds my my family's majority everybody's a female i mean i think it's just my granddad it is literally just my granddad and and uncle norman (laughs) yeah um so everything is very dominantly female but there is there was there was a realization i remember when i was like hold on this isn't right because normally this this goes way back like in human history the man has always been the head and that is something that sat very uncomfortable with me for years like what do you mean a man's ahead what are you talking about I'm independent yeah. I've done mm-hmm. this I've always done this by myself I've gone to uni got a first class there's nobody that's told me nothing but when I realized hold on this this is normal you've grown up without a father and you've grown independent which is not a bad thing but it can be a bad thing when it leads into all of your relationships mm. so the fact that your dad was saying to you you know, would would you mean drama? You should do finance and comparing you. It's not. I don't think you should. You should look at it, or maybe look at it in a different way. Of he's just he's just being a father. He wants the best for his daughter. And even if he doesn't, that's his that's his stance. You get what I'm saying? Mm. That's what he wants for you. Um, and having that man without the man in the household, and it's it's really hard because our mothers have been the man, but you've also got to be real about the situation and say yeah but my mum is not the man of the household so we have to always kind of be in a position where we're ready to receive Mm -hmm. and and as we grow up tani in life that's going to become something that we have to learn with relationships it's going to be something that we have to learn you know in in the workplace it affected me definitely in my workplace where i wouldn't I wouldn't listen to authority because I didn't have that figure. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and because we didn't, this it's go back into like the the uh, being in a relationship and filling that hole mm-hmm. with some other per- like guys' love when you don't have that love for yourself. Um, it's <sighs> Where do I even start with this one? Mm-hmm. It's like you know because we haven't had a father love us. Yeah, how horrible that sounds. But because we haven't, we don't know what a father's love is. And I'll be real here. I, t- it was like maybe a month ago. I told my dad to stop. My biological dad to stop hugging me. To stop hugging me. Okay. Don't do that. Like, I don't like it. Mm. And he was like, "What do you mean?" Like, but he, this is something that is abnormal to me. My my even my non-biological dad didn't hug me. Yeah. But he's grown up hugging and loving and lying down and cuddling his children. And that's something that is so alien to me, mm. but because we have we've we've become accustomed to loving a partner, it's like that's what love is, and that's where that's where love is, where it, where it is. That's the, that's the space for love when it's a whole different dimension. Dimension when a father actually loves his daughter, and mm. it's so deep, like it's so so deep. I don't even
0: understand it like even now we're having this conversation and you're talking about a father's love that i don't actually think i'm going to get even if i did reach out to my dad i don't think it would be what i want it to be because even now now that i've seen let's say your video i've got an image in my mind so the image in my mind is yeah my dad's gonna eventually step up to the play and he's gonna talk to me but what if that doesn't happen there's a lot of what ifs we obviously don't know until we actually ask these questions etc but at the same time it's like i don't think i'm gonna get what i need and this also stems from when we're going back to let's say the relationship with my ex the way i acted when everything turned to shit, i think even if i had my father's love i wouldn't have acted the way that i did with him and some of the people around me at the time so yeah and you're talking about a father's love and how it is quite important and whilst i do actually agree with you i feel like some walks of life you may just never get that back or you'll never have that with your biological dad and i've had uh i i have had father figures in my life that they they have come and gone so i feel like for me not i'm i'm not saying i'm damaged goods but i feel like that whole father figure idea in my mind is dead and even after the whole um, everything that when everything turned to shit with my ex, I really had to do some soul searching, which was years down the line after the breakup. But I I actually have abandonment issues. How do you rectify that? And I don't know if that's just turned into resentment. So it's kind Ooh. of I don't know if I've pushed it way down. I will talk about it. And the reason why I brought you on to the offload to talk about this is because. I hear how passionate you are about like forgiving your dad if, and I think that's just you as a person though as well but yeah the way you 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 sat him down and you spoke to him and you wanted to really understand now I'm a person that I love to do that I want which is why I started this podcast I want to understand but like yeah. with him it's like I don't care what he has to say because I feel like he let me down so many times yeah
1: but then in that you're being ignorant in the nicest way possible because mm. that's a part of you that's this is what that's what I, I feel like that's that's a part of you and pe- you know without being so cliche like I'm, I'm like my dad I'm like my mom or whatever but literally there's a whole part of you that you've missed out on yeah. there's a there's a there's a, a time what I believe because I've experienced it there's a time where you know, everybody has to dig deep. And that's why I did that with my dad. I, I dug deep and I asked uncomfortable questions and I had to know and I had to look at him in his face. And what you saw in the camera was, <laughs> was really not the outcome. It was like a lot of people were hurt. Mm. It opened up so many wounds and you know he lied a couple of times and it was in that that actually showed me more of who he was and it's taken that decision that okay i'm not going to dismiss him again i'm not going to not care what he thinks because it's easy to not care mm. about what somebody it's, it's so easy to, to say to say forget him forget that whole part of me it's so easy to do that mm. but with doing that it's funny i put just put a video like with doing that you're carrying that baggage and I always say this when you don't let something go and you don't for lack of a better word forgive you're going to continue this 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 marathon of life carrying that weight do you get what I'm saying that's how that's how I that's how I see it so even if it doesn't work out even if my dad turned around and said to me I don't want to get to know you I've got I've got my my you know four kids that I've been with 20 years and everything yeah. so I don't need to get to to know you at least I've tried at least and I'm still gonna try and it's not trying and leaving it it's trying and trying and trying and trying again yeah and having that humility because at the same time it releases him and it makes him more open and seeing you know realizing different stuff and realizing this whole other dimension to what love is
0: yeah I hear you oh God I hear you I hear
1: you. It's a really hard one because I, I no I'm I'm where I was where you are
0: yeah with,
1: I don't I don't know my dad what do you mean my dad that's not my dad and it was only I think this year Tani mm. where my my mum was saying something about my my father my biological father and I said my dad and I was like oh why did I just call him my dad mm. and then I thought to myself oh my gosh like I still have that thing you know yeah. I still have that Ugh about
0: it but it's, yeah. it's a
1: process it's nothing to be rushed have you reached out to
0: to your dad so let me tell you so after seeing <laughs> your video <laughs> i said you know what let me be open because that's how you make me feel when i see your videos Ruud. i feel open and okay let me try this so i i actually um messaged my dad and i said to him i was like have you lost my number <laughs> 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 With, he was like, oh no, um, he lost his numbers and blah, blah, blah. How have you been? I answered. I said, oh, okay. Well, make sure you save it this time um, or back it up, something like that I said. And I said, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually okay. I'm, I'm, I explained like what I'm doing in my life and I just said how I got a promotion at work, etc. I ended it with like, oh, so how are you? What day are we on? 12th of October. I'm still waiting for a reply. Mm. So it's kind of that whole thing where I'm feeling the reason why I don't want to maybe dive into this conversation with him is because I'm probably afraid that he's gonna yeah. sit on it like I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Because to me, his action of not even texting back after I just said, "Did you use my number? You don't care, then you don't care that much." Yeah. You know? I, sh- I sh-
1: yeah, I see. I see what what where you are and and what you mean because it's almost like. You're trying and then hitting a brick wall and then yeah. thinking, well, what? What am I? Why am I doing this? I think it's about well, for for me because my dad, my dad was like that. It'd be good to have him on this on on this podcast as well because he would he would be honest about it. I would, he yeah. was like he didn't reply. He was very barriers up. And what I realized with him and we both realized together actually was that he was scared that I was always just gonna up and leave again because of my anger, because I didn't love him. Yeah. And when, like I said in the beginning, when I turned that around and, when I saw him as a, as, a, as another person, it completely changed the narrative. It completely, it, it, it changed how I, you know, I didn't see him as my dad that I hate. Yeah. I saw him as my dad that I want to get to know, to like, and to fall in love with, how mm. a daughter should fall in love with her dad. So maybe, Again, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, or not again, but putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and saying, "Is he scared?" You don't know the dynamics between his your your mum's relationship and his relationship. You don't know the dynamics, so you don't know what other barriers are there, um, stopping him from for, for getting closer to you. There's always this thing that i've've I've realized with people is that you actually don't know what they're going through. You don't know their story. It could seem one way, and it can be completely the other. Mm.
0: And without See, again mm. go on, sorry. See, I, I know we again. I know what you mean, but then I'm a big believer of like despite the fears and all that kind of stuff. Because it's 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 been twenty six years. You know, it's been mm. twenty six years. Long ass time. It's man. a long ass time, and to me, it's <laughs> like if you want to reach out to somebody, you would. If yeah. try if if I've put if I've extended, what they call it, an olive branch... Yeah. ...on more than one occasion as the child, then why are you not... Tr- why you not trying to grab on? Why are you not trying to grab on? And I think that's why I've kind of pushed it down. Because maybe... Yeah, maybe he don't, he don't care. He's got his family now. Maybe that's what it is. And maybe mm. that's what I don't want to face. I don't want to face that confirmation or that you don't want me. Your actions say enough, but I don't want confirmation. Maybe that's what I'm afraid of and that's what's holding me back. Because I probably... Mm. I might try at Christmas, but yeah. probably after that, if there's no response, I, I probably never speak to that man again. Ooh. Ever? I doubt it. Because it's I've it. tried so many times and yeah. you're just not mm. responding and you're a big man. You're not. Con- mm. No one's controlling your tongue. No one, well, I hope not. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but I hope not. But... Yeah, I wouldn't go out my way. I wouldn't go out of my way because in my twenty six years of life, especially me as a child, reaching out to you like I fucking asked to be here, <laughs> it takes. Yeah, to be here. Um, I yeah I probably won't try again because it's it's I think it's beyond ridiculous now. There's only so much I can do or say. And another thing, another thing with me, I I'm a person who who loves closure. Um, mm. I'm not saying I get closure all the time, I don't, but that's what makes my mind settled. And I feel like when I go into anything about my dad, I, I, shrug, I shrug it off like it, it's whatever, it's whatever, because it's the normal reaction now, because it's happened so many times. But at the same time, it's kind of like, with my dad, I feel like I'm not ever gonna get closure because of my own fears. He wouldn't know if I was dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he wouldn't have a fucking clue.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? And one thing that I'm big on um, is having a conversation, uh, just a big fuck off conversation about everything and like getting into the real truths about stuff. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had to sit down with my mum. I had to sit down with with all my family members for various other stuff, but specifically my mum with arena my dad and i had to ask her situations i had to ask her about my birth and i had to pull out the tears i had to make her go deep because at the end of the day i need to understand what happened like what was it then i had to have the conversation with my dad and it was raw like you saw it on on yeah. youtube and afterwards it was dirty my dad i'll say this on your, on your podcast my dad said i don't want to share you this is after we've the whole everything blew up from the first video and my family were like what's this my my dad said I don't want to share you with your other dad and I said I I burst out in tears after a run I remember I was walking down my road I burst out in tears and I was like so are you leaving again Mm. and he didn't talk to me for a week but I kept on I kept on persisting I was like what is happening like are you leaving me or not Mm. it's it's that open honest conversation that gets you to your destination and it's it's a road and it's it's a hard road to climb because you feel like I could lose this Mm -hmm. love that I've gained for this person that is mine it's my it's in my right to have him as my father yeah but I've got to keep on trying, and if it if it reached the point where he was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to share my daughter with somebody that's growing me up for twenty seven years of my life, then, then fine, you know. At least I've tried, and I will always love him, and I'll always be there for him. And that's another thing that in society we need to remember, man. We are children. I feel like this is so lost. Like our parents, we 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 have a duty to our parents, and that is if they've been there if they've done the most if they've been horrible if they've been the best or whatever we have a duty as daughters to both our mother and father and we well, what I believe is I think I feel that we have to respect that hmm. because I always think of the after I always think if he goes he wouldn't know me what what, where would i feel what what guilt would i have to live with this is going way way deeper than this conversation is meant to go but it's it's so weird my dad's calling me now that's so weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just it's just it's one of those one of those things that i believe and even seeing it with my grandparents now there's a duty we are meant we are called to a role in everything that we do tani you're a sister you're a daughter yeah so you've got that new role it's you have to level up you have given responsibilities we all have a duty to to everyone that we are close to or that have a relation some sort of relation whether it's by a family or just connection we have a duty yeah. you you know one that i spoke about when we went for lunch that day you know it's one of those things that it's just something you have to follow through with I
0: believe, that's my belief. Yeah, I get you, I get you. You're so, you know what? From this conversation, (laughs) I probably sound so cold. And you're like, yes, yes, love, (laughs) love. (laughs) love." And I get it, I love it, I love you for it. But, and I'm normally, I'm on your level, like I'm like, you know what, who cares? Just get past that but something about my dad, man. (laughs) Triggers you. And this is why I wanted to have this conversation because I know there's other women, other young girls that feel the same way that I do or the way that you do Roots, but it's never really out there like that to be accessible or to be even to relate to. Like, this is the first time I've had a conversation like this about my dad in such a way where I've actually had to dig a little bit deeper than just resentment or a little bit deeper than just disappointment. Like, I've had to really deep it. And even though I did some soul searching and understand that I have abandonment issues and stuff like that, I haven't gone any further than that. So this conversation has just knocked the door wide open then. I'm very receptive to what you're telling me today. Ah, it's... it's, Yeah. Even I'm sitting here now and, like you said, you're nervous. I'm nervous. I'm talking about I'm nervous. Yeah. Because I'm like am i gonna well i have i've been sitting here feeling certain emotions just from hearing you talk and sometimes I'm, I, I am i do have that thing in the back of my mind thinking like shit like i wish my dad was like better at communication
1: it's a, it's a deep one i feel like the relationship i have with my dad is is reflected on the relationship i have with with males mm. you know how i treat them how i always go in independent and wear the trousers or whatever and that can, that can be detrimental to any type of relationship going into marriage or yeah. whatever you know it's, it's I'll, tell you,
0: that, I'll tell you my um, problem with relationships that I've learned yeah. and I think it has stemmed from not having a dad or feeling that type of abandonment kind of feeling is yeah. when I get close to someone especially what happened with my ex as well that's kind of um, mm. heightened it as well but it's I'm, I'm scared they're going to leave yeah i have that are you gonna leave me are you gonna leave me now and it it does come it does come across as an insecurity of mm-hmm. course 100 percent, 100 percent. but when i do that stupid shit like do you still like me yeah <laughs> are, you still, are you sure like and it's so like when i say it the feeling i have after is like oh why did you ask that are you an idiot why do you want him to yeah. make like i look soft like i don't want to look soft i don't want to feel like i need you that like, i have that attitude going on in my head yeah
1: yeah, at the yeah, same time,
0: yeah. at the same time, I'm like to them, like I'm not, I'm this insecure bird, and it's it's not good because I'm not an insecure person, but it's, it, I do believe it stems from my dad not being Your around like, or being in out in out and then out out in out out like it's it's, not, it's it's inconsistent. Yeah, it's definitely fucked with my mind in that sense. I would say with guys. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a, it is it's a
1: tricky one because. Unless you you be consistent for yourself and yeah. go through that for yourself, it's it's always going to pop up. But that's the beauty of 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 getting to know. For me, that was the beauty of getting to know my dad because mm-hmm. everything that I was looking for in a guy, I realized more and more that you know it was just an insecurity that I needed to solve through my relationship with my dad. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I. I I always used to be so rude like my temper in in my relationship was was crazy and then when I found that I was doing that with my my father and understood you know what I said before about that respect that duty that I have to him that stopped that stopped and you know now I'm not in a relationship now but I can never carry I would hope I I hope I never carry that on into my relationship because it's detrimental to the rest of my life
0: no I get it's just it's um, hmm. and it's so
1: it's so hard for black females without a dad to release that independency as well, because it's usually happening in cycles where we meet a guy that's gonna leave us because our dads have never been there. We fall for that type of guy all the time, yeah, and then it, that passes on to the, the kids and the grandkids, and it's just a sight. I mean, look look at our families. Look yeah. at my my you know specifically my caribbean side my dad's side Mm. there they've married people that have left them and then their sons have you know had a baby with someone and left them and this other goes. you know it's just it's just a continuous cycle yeah and there has to be these open raw honest conversations where you don't want to go but you're gonna have to go because that's the otherwise it just remains a secret
0: yeah i get what you mean yeah (laughs) because i even have in my mind like i'm adamant when i need to get married before i have children like i'm adamant i'm even more adamant because i've seen the effects of having a one-parent home and my mom having to do everything busting her back her bank everything just so that we're comfortable and i don't want to be doing that i want it to be a two-parent house that's what i want and that's what I'm telling the Lord that I want to. Hopefully, the guy don't leave or divorce me. <laughs> but I, I want that. I, I want a two-parent home because I feel like obviously there's this whole talk about one-parent homes and how yeah. the children turn out less than. Which I can we just say I, I, I highly contest. E- I, yes. Do you know what I mean because we're doing just fine. But yeah. But it's kind of like I do want a two-parent home. I want my child to be loved by two parents because that is the normality It's just having two parents
1: yeah <sighs> it's a conversation that needs to be had more and more and not just focused on and even in our society in the english society it's always mm. black males even their black sons yeah. but what about the females like we're always just made to be somebody that has to be strong yeah. but how is it actually affecting us and our mental health and yep and how we look at people and treat people, yeah. it's detrimental.
0: It's very detrimental. Also, you know what I don't like as well is that the, f- the fact that we're not included in this conversation is yeah. very disheartening. It's like we we don't matter. And to be fair, that is shown again and again because of this whole black women are strong kind of outlook, we are always overlooked. And if I'm honest with you, I'm sick of being overlooked. So again like the purpose of my offload podcast is can you relate that's kind of like my tagline i want this to be able to reach how many black women young old it doesn't matter just have a think about how they may feel or they have been feeling through life without having a father
1: we're always seen to carry the bag
0: yeah and just deal with it deal with it 100 sucks yeah, it does it does. Suck. Well,
1: hopefully there'll be more conversations like this. You're doing an amazing thing, Tani, with your with your podcast, and you know having mm. people reflect and try to you know dig deep. That's the whole point of, Dude, of to exactly. offload. Yeah, you know it's 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 such a help to me. Like specifically when you talked about um when you went through your men's mental health with the two episodes with. Justin and Mark and Dan. That was it. Was like a oh my gosh, mm. people go through it too. <laughs> you know, yeah, even though it like, was directed to men's mental health, yeah, it was it was such a uh, a relief to know that they there's other through. people. Yeah. yeah, there's other people that go through this, and I'm not going mad in my head. Like yeah,
0: and that's why I started this podcast. <laughs> is when I was at my lowest, I really truly felt like I'm the only one being like this in the world. I'm the only yeah. one that feels this low, this blue, this lost. Until I started speaking, when obviously I got a bit better within myself and I started speaking, especially to my mum, because I, you know when mums tell, you feel like mums tell you stuff just to make you feel better. Yeah. At the same time, actually, when you reflect, she's been through the same kind of thing. When I did eventually talk to her, I was like, oh, you went through the same thing. I could have spoken to you before. Like. (laughs) <laughs> but I was so wrapped up in my emotions and my feelings and how it was just my experience and just, it is my experience but like no one else has been through this when I opened yeah. it up I, I saw like yeah people do go through this and they, they they're okay
1: yeah and it's it's that being um you're not you're not alone in it you feel together in the mess and yes. that's 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 the human way to do it you don't need to be isolated no you don't you you, you're together and that's that's the offload podcast you're together going through it yeah and you have people come on that that offload and share their experiences and you feel a part that you feel like you're yeah you're you're together in it you're you're included yeah
0: at the same (laughs) time it's kind of i do feel like this whole black woman strength (laughs) outlook I do feel like, in a way, it does play to our advantage because I f- that's what happens. We yeah. power through it. We power it, it's, through
1: it. It's built us to what we
0: what we are. Like, yeah, we're strong individuals, man. But how did? But what they miss out is how did we get there? That's all they. Yeah. They always miss that out. This is why I wanted to have this conversation with you. Hundred percent. Well, it's a start. It's made a, a start. It's a start. <laughs> Right, So we're going to wrap up. Ruby, thank you so 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 much for coming it's on. It's an
1: honor to be on this podcast. Thank, thank you, you for always, having
0: me. Of course. Anytime. Come through anytime, babe. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez but thank you very much i'm gonna go listen to your video now guys i'm gonna tag ruby's page at the bottom of my instagram post so have a look out for that um <laughs> if you are, yeah <laughs> if you're listening on apple mute on apple music oh my gosh if you're listening on apple podcast please don't forget to rate rate me man rate showing her man <laughs> doing bit so yeah we're gonna wrap up um please share please keep showing the love and keep tuning into the upload